0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Three Friends Roast Movies. I'm Caleb. I'm Benji. And this week we are joined by our friend Kaylin Kaloub. Say hi, Kaylin.
1: Hi.
0: Kaylin, what is your favorite bagel combination?
1: Chocolate chip bagel from Panera Bread with the honey walnut cream cheese. Mm, mm-hmm. I love that.
0: It makes it feel not like breakfast.
1: Yeah. Add <laughs> chocolate to anything. Yeah. You can eat it any time of the day.
0: Anytime I can add sugar to something, like sign me up. Absolutely. Kaylin, you joined us for watching. Uh, A movie together, it was awful. Um, We kind of agreed that we don't remember hardly anything that happened in (laughs) it. It's quite terrible. Um, But we're going to get through it. And we have some fun bits ahead of us, so let's get into it with our first segment, Face Value. So if you've never seen this show before, Face Value, Kaylin will be given a couple of movie posters to look at. We've got two, and you will have to guess the plot of the movie based on nothing but the movie poster and the title. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Our first movie is called BMX Bandits and it's from 1983. Oh god. This is what the poster looks like. It is very 80s. <laughs> We've got like sort of the weird Tron-esque plastic like, cup grid. Yeah. Like yeah. graphic. We, <laughs> it's got like the illustrated characters. They're on BMX bikes. I wonder why <laughs> Okay. It says at the top, a high-flying ride to adventure.
1: Okay. All right. So clearly, there's a there's a team mm-hmm. that's built. They're BMXers. Maybe only one of them is actually good. Right. I'm thinking this is like you know maybe he was hurt mm-hmm. in a in a, an accident, lost lost most of his juice. And, um, you know, had to build a team of underdogs to help him defeat another team. Is BMX a team sport?
0: I have absolutely no idea. I'm
1: pretty sure it's not. Which is, Mm. I think, what makes this movie interesting. I'm pretty sure I know,
0: like, one person who does BMX. Um, And I haven't asked them any questions about it because I don't care.
1: Right, why would you? (laughs) It's just, like, aggressive bike riding. Yeah. Dirt.
0: I feel like now would be a good time to mention I don't know how to ride a bike. Uh, (laughs) I just never learned.
1: And okay, so I'm also getting just like a weird like, like superpower feel from this poster too. I'm seeing some... No, I feel you. Some light flashing. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, while they're practicing, they stumble upon a nuclear plant.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: And they are now... People were afraid of
0: those in the 80s.
1: Super, right. (laughs) So this is like, this is a a warning tale. Mm -hmm. Or it's like a year or a corporation funded it and they were like, go Mm -hmm. ahead. Go play in the nuclear plant. Look at the powers you'll get. Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah, then they became super BMXers, um, incredibly dangerous. Of course they beat the other team. They beat right. all the teams. And then and all, maybe
0: kill them also? Right.
1: Like they turned a little <laughs> evil oh, if this was a warning yeah. story. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And they have to like kind of rein it in remember, right. like, and their like their roots. Their
1: power of mm-hmm. like their friendship is what overcame and then they get all the nuclear stuff out. But at the right. end, like one kid still glows a little bit. Oh and yeah, like, oh, and that's like the last movie. shot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he
0: like winks and then his eyes are green when he opens it. Yeah. Your movie is so much more exciting than this movie <laughs> is. I want to see your movie so bad. Here is the synopsis of BMX Bandits, um, who has Nicole Kidman in it, prominently featured, by the way. Interesting wow. fact. Anyway.
1: Her first movie ever. (laughs) Very well maybe.
0: It's only her worst movie ever, (laughs) say that. Teens PJ and Goose get their thrills on BMX bikes performing hair raising tricks all across Sydney, Australia. They're Australian. Oh,
1: of course they are. Along with
0: their new friend Judy, cool kimon. They discover a box of walkie-talkies and find out that a gang of criminals intends to use them to monitor police signals during a bank robbery. When the young trio snatches the devices, it propels them on a hair-raising adventure in which their peddling skills might just save their necks.
1: Their peddling skills. Like an
0: E.T. Yeah, for real. In fact, I would be shocked if there wasn't a shot of them, like... bicycling in front of the moon. Um,
1: They actually did it before E.T. did it. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, the E.T. guy was like, did you see that Nicole Kidman girl? (laughs) They're like, did you see the latest
0: Nicole Kidman movie? And they're like, who's Nicole Kidman? (laughs) The only Nicole Kidman movie. Um, So, yeah, your idea, I think, is way more exciting and maybe would be a movie I would be willing to see. Okay. This movie is just a movie about BMX and bank robbers.
1: Maybe I'll do a remake. I think Hmm. I'd
0: watch it for the accents. That's true That's true I love an Australian accent But if everyone
1: has an accent You have to I I can't handle that Mm -hmm. When everyone in the movie Has the same accent Yeah So you have to like Actively listen Mm
0: -hmm. Right
1: I'm not good at that
0: Alright So for a little bit Of a change of tone But also Not much of a change of tone At all (laughs) Our next movie is (laughs) The Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. Oh, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> Have you seen this, Benji? <laughs> no, just the title is making me mad. What is that? Rated? <laughs> uh, it is rated G, which I don't remember the last time I saw a G rated movie. I feel like everything is PG now. Even yeah, Disney is even like, like, PG. like Pixar movies, yeah. Um, buckle Up Cowboy. This is the poster for I
1: knew they would be
0: Uh-oh. creatures. Right? They're like, and here's the thing so it's obviously like, in title, at least, and definitely in tone, it feels very much like a Teletubbies rip-off. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't look... The The thing that worked with Teletubbies is that like they were weird and they were mm-hmm. okay with that. And they
1: looked like creatures. Right,
0: these ones are like uncanny. They're like, They're a like... little
1: humanoid.
0: Uh huh. They're like a little bit too human. Like they glasses. have very human features, but like on very like oval heads with bright colored hair and weird colored skin, mm-hmm. and they look like they're made of felt. Which, but they're not puppety.
1: I feel like I know their personalities already. I know. Especially is it like CGI moon?
0: or puppet? I have no idea. Are there real
1: people in it, or is it all CGI? I...
0: In my dreams, there's, there's real people. I don't think there's real people, but there might be. It would be better. Who's the, the plot doesn't, like, indicate. Who's the cast? I mean, I'm sure it's no one you've ever heard of, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: Are the names even on the poster?
0: They are, but it's such a low-resolution poster, I can't possibly read it. <laughs> Honestly, Benji, I'm going to level with you. I don't feel like looking it up. All right. <laughs> I don't think that... I'm going to put some money on that. There's no one you've ever heard of. I didn't have high hopes, anyway. Um, and they're surrounded by... I mean, it's called the Balloon Adventure, so I want to say they're balloons, but they don't look like balloons.
1: Why are they oh, all yellow?
0: You know what? Unless they're the shiny kind.
1: Why are they all yellow?
0: Because... Yellow is the happy color. (laughs) Too much yellow, it just kind of washes out. Okay, uh, what do you think? I mean, this poster gives you so much to go on, but what do you think this movie's about?
1: So I'm thinking some sort of carnival or fair. Um, I feel like no one else can see the movie loves. Oh, right? okay. Okay. So I feel like they are at the carnival... And maybe one kid can see them, and mm-hmm. like that causes antics. One kid with like a ponytail and a sweatshirt on, just oh, yeah like, that that mood. Whose parents aren't paying attention, right? Right,
0: they're like playing a game or something. They're like Debbie.
1: So one of the Oogie loves probably the girl wants a balloon, and okay. tries to like get in the balloon cart, causes some issues, mm. and then they're very small in my mind. Okay. They get oh, taken yeah. away. Like trolls? Yeah. They get taken away by balloons. And they are floating all around. But these aren't like super helium balloons, so they only, they stay above the carnival. But they mm. see the carnival from the balloon. Oh. Let me just tell you that purple one, hungry all of the time. hmm That's his whole bit. You
0: can see it in his eyes and the haircut. hmm He like eats too much. He's got like a like, bowl like,
1: cut. And they're like, oh. His name
0: is like probably something weird and they're always just like they always just like say it they're like
1: Charlie like
0: <laughs> and it like cuts to him and he's like eating like ice cream
1: and he's just like up in the balloon he's just like sad that he can't eat so he's mm-hmm. just like pointing out all the food things right
0: and that's his character
1: right the one okay the green one is wearing glasses. glasses and a beanie that throws me off. Ooh. Like if he were he's just cool wearing for me. right, if he were just wearing <laughs> glasses, I'd be like he's clearly the nerdy one who's going to be like, "Guys, we have to get home." Mm-hmm. But like the beanie tells me he's the leader.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the
1: glasses are just like a hip choice. Right. Mhm.
0: And then the girl is the girl, right? That's our character. (laughs) She's like, she's telling us just two male oogie loves. She's telling us to be quiet. Yeah. (laughs) And but she like is smart one time in the movie, and so she's the smart one. But it's also
1: like her fault. Maybe she's like one of their little sisters. Uh, Oh.
0: And they like had to bring them.
1: Right. It's like her fault that they're in the balloon. Gotcha. And that's why the balloons are yellow because she is yellow.
0: Oh, okay. Mm Mhm. That's a impressive amount of symbolism you're expecting from this movie, <laughs> I to say. Um, okay, the Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. It's their friend Schluffy's birthday and the Oogie Loves, Gooby, Zuzi, and Toofy, are planning a secret surprise party. But when the last five magical balloons in Lovey Loveville are lost, Gooby, <laughs> Zuzi, and Toofy must find them or the party will be a disaster.
1: Which one is the purple one? Um, can we
0: choose? Zuzi. <laughs> just like Your options are Gooby, he... Zuzi, and Toofy. Goop. It's he's definitely Gooby. Gooby. Are you going oh, you... oh, yeah. Every time
1: he eats, Gooby. And Zuzi then <laughs>
0: must be the green one, and Toofy is definitely the girl.
1: Definitely the
0: girl. Um, Along the way, the Oogie Loves meet some interesting characters who <laughs> they don't give the names of, they just say the character, like the actors. Tony Braxton, Cloris Leachman, and Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. And course, I like to imagine that they're actually meeting those people and not characters. They're at the carnival. Yeah, they're (laughs) at the carnival that day. Um, Who helped them in their quest, but will the three friends find the balloons in time to save the party? What kind of friend are they throwing a party for, where they're like, no magical balloons, party's ruined. Thanks for nothing, guys.
1: (laughs) Thanks for screwing up my birthday.
0: He's like, like, now I guess I'll just go back and cry about it. Yeah, um, I mean. What did we expect from this movie? Mm. Well, I, I,
1: I wanted them to solve the problem for the child in the ponytail. Mm-hmm. Like, your parents do love you and they aren't getting divorced. You oh, right, like that. yeah, like, like there's like an bit. actual growth
0: there. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those movies that's meant to like help kids going through something. Right. Like and the Big Rock like, Candy Mountain.
1: And after it's fixed, she doesn't see them anymore. Mm. So you're like, were well, they, they really even there?
0: Like... Oh, I wish that's like the emotional intelligence of this movie, but mm-hmm. unfortunately. Anyway, kids deserve, <laughs> kids deserve better. Make better content for our children. Let's move on to our second segment, Who, Who Wants, wants to, to Be a Cinephile? So we're going to be using the last two movies that we just used in face value, only this time you'll get four quotes for each movie. Three of them are my brilliant writing, and one of them is an actual quote from the movie. All right. And can I just pause to say... This section causes me the most trouble in finding movies to use <laughs> for this podcast because so many movies on IMDb look amazing and don't have quotes from them. Oh, and I wow. think that that's just a shame. Yeah, I think that if, if, I think if you're going to put yourself through a terrible movie, get some good quotes from it and leave them on IMDb for me. for no one else to make fun of (laughs) for me to use in my podcast where we make fun of movies (laughs) all right bmx bandits here are the quotes for you to choose from are you ready
1: i'm so ready
0: i'm too small for football and too slow for soccer so it was bmx or tennis and tennis is for girls (laughs) that was quote one quote two you know what the x in bmx stands for cross and that means if you cross us you're gonna pay big time (laughs) was number three. With all this money I could buy enough tires to last me the rest of my life. That one isn't as funny but possibly realistic. <laughs> right. The fourth one is your little walkie talkies have gone walkies. <laughs> Which of the four do you think is <laughs> So thrilling? It's not that last one. Oh gosh.
1: Um, I'm, I'm between the first two. I think the third one is very realistic but i i don't want it to be true
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay i'm gonna go with the second one
0: the you know what x and bmx stands for yes i am sorry but that was not one of the real ones That wasn't the one real one the real one was the last one (laughs) (laughs) your little walkie talkies have gone walkies no, but I, oh, I, <laughs> I, well, I did feel very proud after writing the second one. I, yeah. was like, I was like, ooh, hire me.
1: Is that what the X stands for?
0: I think so, right? Motocross, I think is so. the MX. Oh. Yeah. The bike. I thought it was going to be extreme. the Extreme. Bike. extreme. <laughs> I just love that the X stands for the word cross. <laughs> like, it's the only time X gets any attention. All <laughs> right, the cross. Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. Here are your quotes. Okay. The first one. All Oogie loves know how to dance. It's how we pass the time. The second one is, I speak the English. Most llama do. The third one is, Follow your heart and you'll know when to start. The fourth one is, This is the last anyone hears of you, dirty Oogie love scum. Now die! (laughs) Um, I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's the last one.
1: I mean... I was way off. And you know, like Christopher <laughs> Lloyd is in it, so <laughs> we don't never know, know we don't know what kind of interactions. Maybe like the, the third act is just having. super gritty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really hard core. Like, like
0: like very brutal. And like the people watching it to give it the rating just didn't get that far.
1: <laughs> okay. I think it's the llama one.
0: I speak the English most llama do. Mm-hmm. That is correct. That is the real one. It was so absurd when I read it. I was like, wow, this is even more far gone than I thought it was. Um, And so I didn't, there wasn't much I could do even to like combat that.
1: You're like, yeah, just let it, you had to go right for killing the Oogie Loves.
0: Right. I was like, you know what? It's not worth my time to go for the fourth one.
1: In a G movie, I don't think they can say scum. I
0: don't think so either. And in my mind, I thought it was just funnier to imagine them dying. So, I don't have to look at them anymore. That would make it PG. That's true. <laughs> PG for brief moments of brutal Oogie Love violence.
1: PG because afterwards you're going to have to explain to your kids <laughs>
0: what death is. Yeah, right. gets very existential. <laughs> a a case, case analysis of, of the obscure B Rate cinematic B-rate collection. collection. So, we got to watch Merlin's Shop of Mystical Wonders. Which I had to look up the name of after we saw it, because <laughs> I didn't remember. Because I didn't remember anything about this movie. So, after reading a synopsis, I it comes back. Ooh, where to begin? Um, so this movie, it doesn't seem like this when you first start watching it, but it turns out it's actually too like like tangentially related stories Mm -hmm. put together in kind of this greater context of like a grandfather telling his grandson a story that he wrote but it's then implied to be true Mm. or something so anyway we get it opens up with the weirdest sequence of this like witch and she's like using a Ouija board this is a pg movie it was you know, very concerned house yeah and things just go wrong and then it pans out There's and it's a like
1: thunderstorm
0: right and then it pans out and we find out that it's a it's a movie like a show mm-hmm. um that this kid is watching during a thunderstorm the thunder goes and it like cuts out the tv uh and so then the grandfather's sitting with him and he's like here i used to write stories for tv i'll just In, tell you wait, one
1: it's it's important to note that they're sitting in a living room full of plants. Oh,
0: full of plants. It's full
1: of plants. Oh,
0: you know what? I bet that mirrors later on in the movie oh. why we... Oh, Yeah, we'll get there.
1: We're trying to be clever. I didn't think
0: about that till you pointed it out, though. Uh, and so he tells them these stories about Merlin. So the first story, uh, we get this kid walking with his mom. Uh, they walk past this new store, Merlin's guessing shop of mystical wonders mm-hmm. um and the kid goes inside he like leaves his mom she's chatting with a friend
1: An- another thing that's like there's a, a suit of armor outside the store
0: mm-hmm. that
1: like is pointed towards the kid and it like the whole time we were waiting for it to move i don't think it ever moved
0: it didn't but i think it, it there was there was change. someone in it
1: at one point yeah mm-hmm. i saw a face
0: yeah there was someone in the suit of armor
1: but it never like it never even like jump scared the it didn't kid. Move.
0: Didn't turn its head
1: slowly. It just
0: like swayed in the wind, and that was just the one frame of some guy in it. Right, and then never again. (laughs) Just never addressed. So the kid goes into Merlin's shop. Uh, It's like before. It's covered in plants, like a jungle. Just like top to bottom covered in plants. Uh, So he runs into who I were led to believe is Merlin, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's. True, it is Merlin, uh, and Merlin's wife. Wait, first we Morgan. run into the
1: wife, and oh, she right. has wife. to like summon yeah. Merlin.
0: Yeah, from She's, a slumber. Right, he like arises from this fog, <laughs> like and which the leads the, to the question of like, does he do that every time? that There's a guest in this room. <laughs> he, like, does, is that not part of the opening up ritual? Like, is does he not need to be there for
1: that? Does he wait for customers? Are there days where he just, like, waits behind the tree holding a smoke bomb? Forever?
0: Like, no one shows up? Also, that little boy was very odd. Oh, yeah, he, like, he was just didn't weird like, all around. didn't, say anything mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> um, and so he talks to uh, Merlin, and who we find out is, I think, Morrigan is his wife. Uh, and he is just looking around. Eventually, his mother comes in and finds him. And then the woman that she was talking to comes in Mm -hmm. oh we learned the dialogue between his mother and the woman that uh, the woman can't have a baby Um, it's obviously a very big uh, thing in her life she's very upset about it Um, so we have the boy his mom the other woman comes in and then that other woman's husband comes in who is a reporter or Mm -hmm. like a columnist yeah total jerk and the worst yeah for a moment they like if, if you don't know that this movie makes absolutely no sense going into it like you might think that that guy is somehow tied to the original characters and he isn't um, and so it turns out that he is, or we already covered that he's the husband of that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very skeptical about the magic. He's very antagonistic towards Merlin. Um, Merlin's like, well, it's all real. I mean, I'm not lying. He's taking notes <laughs> yeah, he's on a like tape recorder the whole time. God, it's like, it's so annoying. Like, rude notes. I, think, yeah. worst part I of... think he works for the newspaper. Yeah.
1: The worst part of that is like, to then write the story, he's just sitting in a room, <laughs> Listening to his own
0: yeah. comments. Can you imagine? You can't imagine what you said about the store that you are in like five hours ago. Anyway, <laughs> um, as like parting gifts, uh, Merlin and Morgan give the reporter's wife a wishing stone, mm-hmm. I think, and she clearly wishes to have a baby. It's mm-hmm. like not very ambiguous. Even
1: the little boy hearing the story from his grandfather picked up on that. Yeah.
0: Um, and and he then he gives his book. And then he gives this spell book mm-hmm. to the guy, the reporter. The reporter, I don't remember the name of. Um, and so the guy's like, "Don't you want me to return it?" And Merlin gives like a very like ominous like, "It'll return to me eventually." Yeah. Uh, and so the guy takes it back to his house. He's like, "This is so stupid," uh, but he tries saying one of the spells kind of jokingly, and it works. First of all, incredibly fast and incredibly effectively. Like, he says one word, and he can just move things like across the room. Uh, it's very scary. Have he
1: we tried it?
0: I'm not going to. <laughs> you can. No, thanks. I'll pray for you. I saw
1: the effects. I saw, yeah, this for real. This is a warning film.
0: Um, It really is. In many yeah. ways, this movie kind of warns against the use of witchcraft. It's like... Was this a Christian film? <laughs> yeah, very well made, Ben. Anyway, um, he, like, very quickly becomes, like, kind of power drunk. Um, he's, like, obsessed with the power. He starts messing with it. He gets visited by Satan, uh, who we didn't think was Satan when we watched it, because hmm. he doesn't... He looks like a cat. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, and then there's, like, a part with the so we are like, oh, those are connected. They weren't. No. Um, he breathes fire. He moves things with his mind. He... That's it. He tries <laughs> to make
1: it. his cat his,
0: like, oh, familiar, servant. yeah. yeah. Um, but it fails, and the cat gets demon-possessed, and then he kills oh, it. Oh, he
1: makes diamonds.
0: That's that true, oh, yeah, he does turn things into diamonds true. with his hands. Which was
1: so weird, because, like, in this shot before, his wife came down to check on him, and yeah. he, like, completely ignores her, facing away from her, and then he just looks at her and goes,
0: "Leave!" <laughs> in, like, a demon voice, and mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, he's possessed.
1: Right. And then he's like all normal and then he makes these diamonds and he just shouts upstairs. She's like he's in the basement She's in her bed he just shouts, I love you, and she like right. doesn't answer him. She doesn't hear How him.
0: You love her, then why do you ignore her when she comes into the, like your workspace and, <laughs> and tuck her wrist? Right. Why do you later <laughs> yeah.
1: then use her blood
0: right. in a spell? Yeah, and so he uh the spell is the spells that he's doing are draining his life force mm-hmm. um, and he becomes super old.
1: Which explains Merlin.
0: Right. Um and so he becomes super old and he finds a Recipe in the spellbook for a rejuvenation potion um, that requires, among other things, olive oil mm-hmm. um, and sulfur, sulfur, and blood, and some other stuff. Coriander, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like cumin. Um, so he, like, literally pulls the bed that his wife is in, like, through the floor into the basement, because he can't just go upstairs, I guess. Um, and he, like, takes some of her blood. She freaks out.
1: But doesn't move.
0: Yeah, she's just like, okay, like whatever. Um, and he makes the potion and he drinks it and in a very predictable twist, um, he... Shrinks all the way down to a baby. He becomes a baby. He's a baby. It worked too well.
1: Her wish came true. Her wish came true. She
0: gets a baby. Her husband and is the baby. He, Her baby husband um, is gone. So we're happy now.
1: He's not gone. He's just a baby. Yeah, right.
0: Um. Yeah. How weird is that? <laughs> that he is the baby.
1: And she just like she sits in the bed for a minute and she gets up. She scoops the baby up and then she's just like hmm. And they go upstairs.
0: like Like, "Mm, we have a baby there are so many weird implications to that that are just so unsettling like what if they met in high school and she raises this baby and then one day in high school she just was like having her morning coffee she like makes him breakfast or whatever he like sits down to eat it and she looks at him and she's just like oh my god he's my husband (laughs) like this is so weird for me but like 14 (laughs) right Anyway, there's does, just so it, much I don't want to think he about. Is he
1: going to know that he was the husband? Right. Like, you think one day is it when he's like blank slate? Or is it like, does he have the thoughts? Maybe is it like, like in sky it's kind of like past high?
0: life things. Where yeah. he like, he's like eight and he's like, I feel like in a past life, we were married. <laughs> She's like,
1: no, honey, that's the Oedipus complex. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your juice.
0: <laughs> oh God, it's so weird. And that's just the first half of the movie. Although even the Wikipedia synopsis um, is very telling in that the second half of the movie is much less interesting and thought out. Um, it's just about a haunted monkey doll that a thief steals from Merlin's shop.
1: Well, what's weird about that is in the very first scene when the grandpa sits down to tell the kid the story, mm-hmm. it opens with this thief, thief yeah, like running around. And then mm-hmm. we just don't see him again. The weird part is that in the very beginning, when the grandpa sits down to tell the kid the story, it opens with this thief right. like running around, and he kind of like sees Merlin, mm-hmm. but then it fades into the little boy. And, like, and we the thief don't... isn't addressed
0: for the rest of that story.
1: And then when the baby story is over, there's the thief again.
0: Mm-hmm. But then, and this time he's actually relevant. Yeah. So he steals this monkey doll... And sells it to a pawn shop. He goes into Merlin's shop, and the one thing that he thinks to take is the monkey, the creepy monkey. Not doll. like
1: a precious stone. Right. There's like
0: literally terrible. glass orbs <laughs> that look like, <are>, like crystal. <laughs> terrible Steve. Right. So he takes it, he sells it to this pawn shop. Uh, Merlin goes out looking for it. Uh, Merlin's eventually...
1: wife is very like that the monkey yeah, is gone. She keeps calling like, really it like names and
0: she even acknowledges that it's like scary. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> you
1: let it leave, he's gonna cause trouble.
0: Uh, And so eventually, the doll is bought and given to this boy for his birthday, and um, though it's never very clear in the story, like in the movie, it was pointed out in the synopsis that the, the magical, cursed thing about the monkey is that whenever it claps its symbols, a nearby living thing dies.
1: Mm-hmm. And we noticed like, the goldfish died, and then... Right. But they died in different ways, like the goldfish just died, but like, the dog got caught in a garage fire. Yeah. Like that monkey was escalating.
0: Right. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was just gearing up. Um, eventually, the dad buries the monkey. Um, smart. And then the monkey yeah, sure. you know, you know <laughs> okay. Um, and then the monkey finds its way back into the house and then I think it just ends with Merlin comes and takes it back.
1: There was a monkey doll in the movie in the movie that they
0: were watching at the very very Mm. beginning yeah foreshadow which yeah I mean did grandpa
1: write that movie I was gonna say
0: maybe he wrote that too and he just like had a like running thing of monkey dolls grandpa
1: just read the Stephen King short story (laughs) yeah I mean this was like
0: definitely ripped like straight from a Stephen King story about a monkey doll um I don't expect anything better from this movie quality clearly was not their first So
1: there's, like, no goal. resolution with that either. Just, like, yeah. this kid just has to deal with the fact that all his pets started dying after his birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, there's still going to be emotional trauma there. And did
1: anybody, like, tell the dad that Merlin took the thing away, or is he just, like, pretty sure part of their yard is haunted?
0: I think, well, I, the monkey made its way back into the house, and then I think Merlin, Merlin, I think Merlin came back and, like, <laughs> took the monkey from the house. I mean, at that point, I think they were probably just desperate to get rid of it.
1: Why is Merlin calling it a shop? It really is a museum.
0: It really is. I mean, yeah, you can buy this stuff, but first of all, they give away a lot of stuff for free. Right. Bad business. Second of all, it's just a very ambiguous, like, business model, because it's like, what do things cost? Mm -hmm. Like, are they telling people about the effects of... I mean, clearly they are, but like... Like who goes into this not expecting it to be a novelty shop? Mm -hmm. Like who goes in here looking for actual answers? Because it doesn't treat it's like they don't treat the shop like it's like a for real, like magical item store. And
1: like with the, the book, it went back to Merlin. So if somebody Mm -hmm. bought it, that's right. That's That's dangerous. Like it's not like he's gonna sell the monkey doll to anyone else in the future.
0: Yeah. Like why do they even have it on display?
1: So, it's not a shop at all.
0: They gave, a, they gave away a wishing stone that worked. <laughs> like, yeah. if you it had a stone that actually granted you a wish, you could not possibly put a price tag on that. Like, if you bought it for a million dollars, just wish for 10 million dollars, <laughs> or a hundred more wishing stones.
1: They could just let people come in and pet the stone and make a wish. Yeah, right. Like a service fee, like
0: I wonder if it has like a cache of wishes that it can like use and it's just like, You're done. No more wishes <laughs> from this wishing stone. <laughs> Go get a new wishing stone. Like the woman walks up and she's like, It's so beautiful, but it was just like I mean, yeah, it was a nice looking rock. but it was just a rock. It was just
1: a rock. It's uh, kinda purpley.
0: So overall, I think. back. Overall, I think (laughs) the major takeaways from this movie were just that Merlin is not a good person. He comes into this small town, he causes trouble, and they paint him like this kind of sage old man, but he's malicious.
1: I don't know if I agreed that he's not a good person.
0: Okay, he at least is reckless, I feel like. Just the
1: fact... Oh, reckless, sure. I think the fact that he handles having all of this magic better than normal people can.
0: That's true.
1: I think he's more like the keeper of this magic that's causing Mm. its own shenanigans. And then he just wanted to use it against that reporter who was a jerk.
0: Yeah. But then why open a shop?
1: Attention. Like you said,
0: just have a museum. Just have a museum.
1: And then no one's allowed to touch anything.
0: Right. I think that that would have been a more responsible (laughs) move. Mm -hmm. If you're so old and wise, you should probably know better than to just put your magical artifacts in the hands of, like, foolish mortals. <laughs> they're, like,
1: half asleep most of the time, yeah. anyways.
0: And it, like, never really cuts back to the grandpa and his kid, great kid. I mean, it just, like, I think it might briefly at the end. But ultimately, they're unimportant.
1: How strange.
0: Why couldn't they just have these two separate... It was weird to me that there was only two stories in this. Because I feel like a movie in this style, you would expect at least three. And they could have had time to fit in a third one if they didn't have the weird, like, mechanic of the grandfather telling the grandson the story. Maybe
1: that was the only real part. Maybe some grandpa somewhere really wrote these two Merlin stories for TV. Oh. And, and they, were, they, they were so yeah. they were so terrible that they weren't rejected. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna make a movie. Right. And he just maybe it was him and his real grandson. Yeah, That's why really they don't him. have IMDB.
0: pages. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> This, like, just a, it's like just—it's actually a true story. And that's why that kid couldn't that act, right? Because it was his actual. He was grandson. just
1: telling him stories.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Caitlin, for joining us. Sure This thing. has Thanks been for so fun. Me. Thank you for watching this terrible movie with us. Never um, again. Man. It was forgettable <laughs> and it was boring. But the good news is that we watched it so that other people don't have to. Please don't watch know. it. <laughs> Please don't watch <laughs> it. If you want to watch it, it's free with a Prime subscription on Amazon. Um, probably because no one is willing to pay for it (laughs) but uh, thanks again so much for watching thank you everyone for listening Uh, as always join us next week for more B-Rate movies extra crispy thanks guys see ya
1: bye